Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. We are truly honored and thankful that you're here today and listening to the show as we talk about something that kind of, when I would think about it, gave me a little bit of stress and anxiety, like this is probably going to be the most complicated thing in the world. But we're going to give you the step-by-step guide on how to switch or move banks. And it's not that scary. So in 2021, financial institutions raked in approximately $33.4 billion with a B in fees related to overdrafts. The average overdraft fee is above 30 bucks per instance. So the cost can add up pretty quickly to the tune of over $30 billion. Man. So it's not surprising that many Americans are considering changing banks. The good news is that you don't have to settle. There are plenty of banking options out there, and you'll have to decide for yourself what the best option is for your situation. But if you're one of the many Americans that want to make a switch in your banking experience, it is entirely possible. So here's the step-by-step on how to do it. First of all, let's explore your banking options. If you want to switch banks, there's usually an impetus for the move. Like, for example, you, you might get slapped with an overdraft fee and decide that enough is enough. Or you might dig into your bank's investments and decide you actually disagree with their values. Whatever the reason, make a list of things you'd like in a new bank. Maybe you want to find a socially responsible bank or a checking account without any fees whatsoever. Before jumping into a bank account, take the time to thoroughly explore your options. Although it's easy to make the switch, it can take time. So with that, it's important to choose a bank that will satisfy your needs for the long term. If you want to see, by the way, our favorite banking options, you can check out some really cool online banks and full reviews at thecollegeinvestor.com. Now, let's talk about opening a new bank account. So once you do your due diligence and decide on a new bank, the first step is to actually open an account. Although completing the switch will take time, opening your new account is a major step. If you're opening a bank account online, it should only take a few minutes to complete the process. Be prepared to make an opening deposit through your old bank account. Also, have your personal information handy for a smooth application process. After the account is open, see if the bank offers a switch kit. Essentially, This is an information packet that has all of the specific information you need to switch to that particular bank account. It will include important details like your account and routing number, of course. And then, start using your new account. After you open it up, you can just start using it right away. You will need to send some funds from your old account to your new account, of course. And although there might actually be a little bit of a period of transferring funds back and forth to cover your bills, shouldn't take too long to completely transition to the new account. Then you switch your direct deposit. Can't forget this one. In order to start regularly using your account, you're going to need to reroute your income to this new bank account. If you're paid via direct deposit, talk to your human resources department about changing the information that they have on file. When making the switch, ask how long it will take for the change to go into effect. But your employer might not be the only source of income to reroute. A few other income sources to consider include government benefits, annuity income, pensions, investment earnings, 
and the list just goes on. Also, switch any connected payments. In addition to switching over your income, you're going to need to update an, any automatic bill payments you got going on. Although you likely have a good idea of which bills are being paid out of your account, take a close look at the transactions for your account in the last six months. After you identify all of the automatic payments, switch the payment information to your new account. As you update this information, just kind of make sure that your new account has enough funds to cover the upcoming automatic payments. In addition to automatic payments, look into what purchasing platforms are connected to your old account. For example, like a random purchase on PayPal might actually be connected to your old account. So take the time to switch over all of this information as well. And then don't forget to continue to monitor your old account. Switching over all of your payment information is going to be the most tedious part of the process, but it's very possible to miss a connected account here and there. And with that, it's still a good idea to kind of leave your old account open for about a month or maybe two to make sure no more payments are coming out of it. So for example, you might see a forgotten subscription try to collect a payment from your old account. Or you might even see income come from a source that just didn't get the memo <laughs> on your account change. If anything pops up, you can easily resolve it by updating the source with the new account's information. And then just keep any account maintenance fees in mind. It might be worth it to keep a required minimum balance in this account just as you wind it down. Just so you can avoid any more of those pesky fees. It's ridiculous. And then, <laughs> after all of that, you can close your old account. Yeah, I know it's tempting to close your old account immediately after opening a new one. But transitioning too quickly could mean misdirected income or accidentally leaving bills unpaid, and that is not a good thing. So it is a good thing to keep the old account open for just a little bit, like again, like a month or two of keeping both accounts open. And after that, you should feel pretty comfortable in the knowledge that no one is expecting a payment from your old account. And no one should be paying you into that old account. You should also double check that there are no outstanding checks or even any pending payments for some peace of mind. And then at that point, shut her down. Start by transferring any remaining funds from your old account into your new one, and then follow your bank's instructions for closing the account. In some cases, you actually can do it online. But in a lot of other cases, you're actually going to have to send a letter or make a phone call. Unfortunately, many banks make it just a little bit complicated to finalize the account closure. Obviously. <laughs> but once you make your request, it's only a matter of time before you shut down that account for good. The bottom line? Switching banks can be entirely worth the financial hoops. It's going to take a little bit of time and a little tedious work to successfully transition. But man, that could mean some freedom from fees at a bank that can help you work towards your financial goals. And a bank that you can actually agree with. And if you want to explore some banking options, again, all you have to do is check out our favorite online banks at thecollegeinvestor.com. It's right inside of this article. Just copy and paste the title right into the search bar. You'll find it. And that is our show for today. Thanks again for stopping by. We're so honored that you did. And we will talk to you again real soon.